Hesedim is a series of reflection, usually reflecting on an issue in the society in the light of the words of scripture. You're welcome to join us each time and to send your questions or comments by way of a voice note. Look forward to hearing you and speaking with you. I'm speaking to you today about kindness. I'm speaking about kindness because this is less and less of a feature of our normal life these days. And increasingly, we are preferring aggression and selfishness instead as our default options. Instead of seeking ways to show kindness to our fellow human beings, we are becoming cynical and selfish. And instead of us showing appreciation when we have been shown kindness by others, we are asserting some imagined rights to receive more and complaining about what we still lack. I would like for kindness and generosity to make a comeback in our lives and in our communities. I would like to share the story of an immigrant woman who lived in the land of Israel. And her story is preserved in the second book of Kings in the Old Testament. The name of the woman is not preserved. She simply called a Shunammite woman or a woman from Shunamen. These are the opening words of the story in the book of Second Kings. One day, Elisha went to Shunamen and a well-to-do woman was there who urged him to stay for a meal. So whenever he came by, he stopped there to eat. And she said to her husband, I know that this man who often comes our way is a holy man. Let us make a small room on the roof and put a bed and a table, a chair and a lamp for him. Then he can stay there whenever he comes to us. It is important for me to tell you the rest of the story. The woman later had a son in her old age. The son became ill and died suddenly when the boy was only 12 years old and was brought back to life by the prophet to whom the boy's mother had showed kindness. She told Elisha about her son and tacitly appealed to her social capital that her, uh, that her generosity to Elisha had earned her for her and Elisha came to her aid. What began with the offer of a meal to the prophet set up a chain of actions that continued to have positive effect on the life of the woman from Shunamen, even after the death of Elijah, to whom this woman had shown kindness. The records show that a famine came over the land of Israel, and the woman and her husband left all they had and went to live among the Philistines for seven years. And seven years later, 
she returned to Israel and appealed to the king for her property to be restored. The moment the king of Israel was being told by Elisha's servant Gehazi about the legendary kindness of this woman and her husband, the story of her son being restored to life by Elisha, that was the time, that was the moment she came to make the appeal to the king. The legend served to corroborate her story and kindly disposed the king to fulfill her request. And the land and house of the woman of Shunammai and her husband were restored by the king of Israel because of her generosity to the prophet Elisha. What is kindness? First, kindness is a disposition that results in action. It is a voluntary and free action. The thoughtful and practical sharing of one's resources and one's time in a manner that improves the lot and ensures the dignity of the other. Kindness can be solicited, but it is at its richest when it is spontaneously shown and prompted by the initiative of the giver rather than by the request of the other. The showing of kindness is not meant as a mere tactic or strategy and it is not as a result of being coerced or initiated by the promise of reward. It is to be initiated by the needs and the interest of the other. It is uninhibited generosity. It is action that is thoughtful and practical. It is what we see in the generosity of the woman from Shunammai. Elisha was an itinerant figure, a religious intermediary, who went from place to place to serve the needs of the vulnerable and poor at the time of rural urban drift in Israel when the lot of rural farmers was pitiful. This was a time of the reign of the dynasty of the Omrides. It was a time of creeping urbanization. Elisha's ministry was among those who were the economically left behind. His ministry depended on the generosity of persons like this woman of Shunammai. The woman first offered Elisha a meal and then because she knew that it was his routine that required him to come to her region from time to time, she offered him a place to eat when he came to those parts. Soon she consulted her husband and built an apartment for him to stay along with his servants when he came to this, those parts. She built it a, a, an apartment on the roof of her house which she suitably appointed in keeping with his needs. There was nothing extra or extravagant or wasteful about what she did. She did for Elisha what, what, what she did for Elisha was meaningful and useful. It was exactly what was needed to support his itinerant program of ministry. It was something that was available on demand as he needed. This is the way to show kindness without undermining the dignity 
of the beneficiary of our generosity. This is the way to give people a sense of place so that they do not feel like that they are living off dole. In this way, it was dignified treatment and relationship mm. could be built around this. Elisha could count on it and plan on it and his ministry was enhanced by it. And in time, his ministry to the people was supported and made possible by the consistent and practical acts of generosity and thoughtfulness by the woman from Shunamen. In the New Testament, Christians are encouraged to continue the ministry of showing kindness. They are told to be hospitable to strangers because in this way, some have entertained angels unaware. The New Testament has this woman from Shunamen in mind. And it also had in mind the example of Abraham who entertained unaware the Malak Adonai, the angel of the Lord. And the woman from Shunamen entertained this messenger of Yahweh. When you are disposed to kindness, thoughtful and practical, you are in mm. good company. When you show kindness, you are part of the process by which God's program and God's kingdom are realized. Secondly, kindness is powerfully creative. Kindness opens doors and provides others with access to resources and opportunity, opportunities not otherwise available. Students are able to gain education because of kindness shown to them. Where would our country be without institutions and individuals who show their care by kindness to our students? Kindness offers people access to health care. Many who battle serious illness have made appeal to on the generosity of others. As a nation, we should develop infrastructure to increase access to health and education for all. But that requires a culture of kindness and a culture of generosity. Kindness creates networks and relationships. What began with a meal on a given day resulted in a lifetime of friendship between Elisha and this family of the woman from Shunamen. All the members of the household benefited from the friendship and in time the generosity drew in other members of the community who were both inspired and obligated mm. themselves to act in like manner because of the generosity of the household and the reciprocal friendship by the prophet and his servant. Kindness is contagious. It prompts like actions on the part of others towards others. The story of the Shunammite closes after the death of the prophet Elisha with Gehazi's servant sharing his legend with the king of Israel who, feels, who felt compelled to act kindly towards the Shunammite woman who first shared a meal and opened her house to the prophet. This is what is lacking in our community nowadays. There are not enough stories of kindness. This is because too many of us are inclined to protect our resources from others. And there are too many stories are told of the way kindness is undeserved 
by others. But there are too few stories because there is an enhanced sense of entitlement. So when we receive, we do not tell tales of the goodness of others, but of how much more we should have gotten. And we have to restore faith in kindness and goodness, and therefore find more ways to express our gratitude, and therefore to broaden the virtuous cycle, expand the cycle of kindness. The story of the Jamaican peasant was one of those who gave from the little they had to enrich the lives of their neighbors in need, and of neighbors who were so grateful and so loyal, and who made the most of themselves and built a culture of one hand washing the other. This is what we have lost. This is what we need to talk about. This is what we need to rebuild ourselves. Kindness is creative of a culture of gentleness in which from each as he's able to each as he needs become our way of operating. There are too many of our people falling through the cracks. There are too many people living on the edge and living on scraps. This is because we want to pretend that we are better off than in fact we are. It is because we have rendered the poor and the vulnerable invisible. We pretend that they do not exist and that they are to be blamed for their need, for their misery and for their poverty. And those institutions that have historically been defined as cities of refuge have instead become real estate investment projects and have all but abandoned the project of enhancing and protecting the welfare and dignity of our fellow human being. They are more interested in their holdings than in their giving. The story of this woman's, of woman of means, yes, but what we see is the bigness of her heart. She picked up the project of kindness and stayed with it for a lifetime. The story which prevailed was not so much of what she gave, but of what she gained. It is the psych circle of goodness and the cycle of virtue. May the God whose loving kindness and mercy endure and reach to heaven, teach us to be kind. And may Jesus who says, as much as you do it to the least of these, my brethren, you do it to me, inspire us to be kind. And may our kindness support us for time and for eternity. And may our kindness make our communities better. Amen.